tonight's teaching, as you know if you saw your notes, is called the Eucharistic Rain. And it is truly the, the fire of the Holy Spirit in my heart that speaks to you tonight. And therefore, I want to consecrate this teaching tonight to the Holy Spirit and our Blessed Mother who have placed this teaching in my heart for each of us. And I ask you, Holy Spirit, to open our hearts and our minds, our souls, to receive this pure milk and to allow it to penetrate the depth of our soul and being so that we truly can become your living host. Amen. Last week, I came across a journal entry from 2015 that had a profound effect in my heart. And this was my journal entry from five years ago. I wrote, as I adored Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, he allowed me to see him crying. I was moved to a profound sorrow of heart as I gazed at his tears. Why, my Lord, are you crying? I asked. He cries for the sin of indifference to his presence in the Eucharist. He explained that there is even a greater darkness than the darkness of all the evil of the terrorist. Remember, this was five years ago, and we were dealing the world with all the terrorism. And the Lord continued, and he said, and that is the darkness of the indifference to Jesus alive and present in the Eucharist. The Lord explained to me that this darkness leads and opens the way for the darkness of evil to spread and grow. And then he ended by saying that because of this sin of indifference to his Eucharistic life, we will live a time when we will not have Jesus in the Eucharist. And I realized that this experience of five years ago was being fulfilled now during these times. The Eucharist has not been available to all of us. In Colombia, the churches still remain closed. These words have kept me as much as I possibly can before the Eucharist, crying and thanking God, adoring him and praising him, and understanding that this sin, this great sin of indifference to Jesus in the Eucharist is what has opened the door for Satan and his darkness to spread 
throughout the world and to intensify. I see that during this time of quarantine, during this time of all this COVID, that what really has come to the light is this sin. Our churches, at least in the United States, have opened. Yet, our masses are quite empty. Many people, because of fear, are choosing to attend mass through the internet, which means that they're not receiving Jesus in the Eucharist. This cannot be the way for love crucified for any mother or missionary of the cross. In Colombia, if there is any church that is giving the Eucharist, you must do all you can to travel to receive the Lord. Love Crucified has the mission from God to prepare ourselves and the world for the new Pentecost that will bring forth the Eucharistic reign of Christ. What is the Eucharistic reign? Jesus tells us in his message to our community from November 27, 2018, the Lord said, my Eucharistic reign will be a time of peace in which my presence will be seen through my living hosts. These lights in the world will shine brightly and many will come to know and love me in the Eucharist, thus making my Eucharistic presence the center of their lives. I will be known, adored, and glorified in my Eucharist through the impulse of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, my community, the Lord is telling us it is a time of peace that will come to the world. The path that he has given us brings us to transformation into living hosts. We, of all people chosen by God, must be his adorers. We must be his adorers that live to glorify him in the Eucharist. Above all, my community, Jesus Christ in the Eucharist must become the center of our lives. Everything must be Jesus in the Eucharist first and foremost for each of us. The Lord in the same message tells us that the path has been entrusted to us by God as a gift of his divine mercy to prepare us and the church for what is to come. 
This path is the preparation of the saints, the victim souls who will endure these end times and usher in the reign of the Immaculate Heart of Mary and Christ's Eucharistic reign. The path is the grace of divine mercy to awaken, illuminate, purify, and transform us into the light of God in the world, his living hosts. That is why the Lord encourages us to recommit ourselves to live with great faithfulness and zeal the simple path to union with God. If anyone in this community ever says that they are done with the path, that person has entered a great deception of Satan. It is impossible. Each of us will die someday and none of us will ever fully have been able to totally fully live the simple path to union with God. Therefore, it is a daily walk, a daily struggle, a daily falling and a daily getting up and trying again. The Eucharistic reign is the reign of love. And it is expressed in the radical gospel of today. Luke chapter 6, verse 27 through 36, love for enemies. The gospel of Luke says, but I say to you that here, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. To him who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from him who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. And of him who takes away your goods, do not ask them again. Verse 32 says, If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. My community. This is the same as what Jesus taught us in the path on page 294. You have to choose Jesus taught love crucified to love those most difficult to love. You must always choose love, patience and tenderness and never Give in to anger and resentment. In verse 35 of the Gospel of Luke, Jesus goes on to say again, 
love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the ungrateful and the selfish. Be merciful, even as your Father is merciful. As I pondered the gospel this morning, the whole transforming experience of this gospel came in the words at the end. Be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the ungrateful and the selfish. That is me and that is you. And immediately I remembered those are the same words that are also in our path on page 162, message number 49. And I'll read just a few sentences to you. Jesus taught this community. The Eucharist is the power of God in the world. The love of God is the Eucharist and is transmitted through the Eucharist. Therefore, my community, the scale has now been tilted. Because the power of the Eucharist, the love of God, is not being in souls because souls have become indifferent to the power of love, which is God in the Eucharist, the power of Satan is what has been able to take force in the world. Then the Lord goes on in that message to say this, I give myself fully he doesn't say, I just give myself. The word fully is so important to us. Jesus Christ gives himself fully, he says, to the good and the bad, to the deserving and the undeserving, to those who love me and to those who persecute me. I continue to love those who do not love me. I continue to love those who use me. I continue to love the unfaithful. I continue to love those indifferent to my love. That is love. That is God. The only way that we can love our enemies and those who abuse us is through Christ, with Christ, and in Christ, by becoming one with the living host. This gospel can only be lived by souls who have placed Jesus' Eucharist at the center of their lives. Souls who have chosen to be with Jesus daily and for long periods of time sacrificing their disordinate desires for him. Therefore, 
to become God's martyrs of love, which is what we are called to become, one with love crucified, Jesus' Eucharist must be the center of our lives, our one and all. How is it that the Most High is kind to the ungrateful and the selfish? Because our behavior doesn't change who God is. God is who he is regardless of our sins. He is the great I am. The message from November 27, 2018 ends with this sentence. Prepare by pondering who you are and the mission entrusted to you. God always brings us to know who we are and the mission given to us. He taught us that each of us have become someone we are not. And the path of transformation is coming to discover who we are in Christ. If I, Lourdes, remain stuck in my wound, believing all the lies Satan has planted in my wounds and acting in my disordered tendencies, it is impossible to love those who hurt me. And this Bible passage from Luke becomes my green light to become the wrong kind of victim. The doormat, the enabler, the people pleaser, and the nice person that lives stuck in fears and the desires to be liked by everyone. Only through long hours with Christ before the Eucharist, can we learn from him, encounter love and come to know who we are. Then when someone insults us, for example, says that I am good for nothing and on and on, I know that is a lie. I know that I am Ava's beloved daughter. I know that he sent his only begotten son to set me free, to be fully one in the love of the Trinity. I know my dignity as God's daughter and spouse of Christ and therefore that insult doesn't penetrate nor change the truth of who I am. That insult or abuse doesn't bring me to react from my wounds, but moves me to acclaim the truth. That is a lie. And I am worth a lot because I am the daughter of God. When I act in truth in Christ, Christ, 
I do not take personally the evil in the other person, and I am then able to mourn the darkness in that soul and pray for his conversion. That is divine love. Jesus was insulted, pierced, mocked, beaten, crucified by our darkness. Yet he was and is who he is and continues to love us. The reason we cannot love if we are living as doormats is because we believe the lie as truth. We have a distorted image of ourselves and therefore take the abuse personally and react from our wounds. This is the cycle of oppression of a deep-rooted darkness in which love cannot triumph. So I would like to end with message from our Lord from November 3rd of 2019. The Lord said to us, my little one, much will have to take place on earth before the establishment of my Eucharistic reign. You are my saints of the end times, united as one with the holy saints in heaven, because my saints on earth are united to my sacrifice of love in your abandonment to suffer with me Your prayers are powerful before the throne of Abba. Know, my little one, that your prayers are continuously before the throne of our Father as pure incense. He delights in your prayers and he hears the cry of the poor. The poor are not only the poor of body, but also the poor of spirit. Those who have died to themselves so that I can live in them and through them. Much affliction must take place on earth because of the rebelliousness of the human heart. But God, in his infinite mercy and goodness, will bless the prayers of his saints, past, present, and future and establish his kingdom on earth. Be at peace with complete abandonment to the God who loves you and listens to the cry of the poor. Persevere in your own crucifixion for the glory of God and the establishment of his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Go in peace to be my light in the world. Therefore, my community, I encourage you to remain with Christ. That is our identity. He has asked the mothers and missionaries of the cross 
to be the men and women that remain with him as he suffers his agony again. And I'd like to end with some words a brother in our community said to me today as we were talking, and I felt they were being given to me by the Holy Spirit, and I share them with you. He said, Lourdes, no matter how bad things get in the world, you make sure you never lose your peace and your joy because you have believed what God has said. And you live knowing that the Eucharistic reign of Christ with the reign of the Immaculate Heart of Mary is at hand. My community, God has chosen us to usher this great time for the church. As your spiritual mother from the depth of my heart, I encourage you to be Eucharistic adorers, to collect the tears of our beloved spouse and love him and attend to him for all the souls that have forgotten him and cry with him for the grace of many souls to come to know our beloved in the Eucharist. Amen.